What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I'm going to start with Kenta Maeda, who was close, close to throwing a no-hitter, close to throwing his first career no-hitter, um, but couldn't quite finish it, and then the game would end up going into extra innings, and the Twins would eventually win it on a wild walk-off. But this game would start with eight no-hit innings for Kenta Maeda. He was trying to get into the MLB record books, but it was broken up by a single uh, off of Eric Sogard's bat in the ninth inning to lead off the ninth inning. And then he not only did he you know lose a no-hitter, he didn't even get the win because things got really messy in a big hurry. So they pulled him in the top of the ninth as soon as he gave up that leadoff single. And closer Taylor Rogers loaded the bases in the ninth with none out, with no outs. It was a 3-0 lead for the Twins. So base loaded in the ninth with no outs, and he allows an RBI single to Kesson Hira, which, which saw the tying run score when Demaro Vargas threw wide at first base on a potential double play ball. A ball that should have been a double play um, ends up you know, being an errant throw, and then the game is tied. Crazy. You go from almost long a no-hitter to, you know, blowing a lead, and then the game goes into extra innings. So this was the Twins' first extra inning game of 2020 under these new rules, which is where, you know, you start with a runner on second base and all that. So the Brewers lost their DH, and Mitch Garver had to make his appearance at first base. Um, this was his first time playing first base since last July because the Twins depleted their bench due to an ejection. Injection, I'm sorry, ejection, ejection. Um, so the Twins sent only two batters to the plate in an inning, and Max Kepler saved the game in the 12th with a diving catch. It was it was a crazy game. Um, I mean, that catch that Kepler made in the outfield was absolutely absurd. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But then what happened was that Byron Buxton would race home with the winning run against a five-man infield with Ryan Braun playing third base. It was, it was just that kind of game, such a crazy game. At a five-man infield, you know, trying to, you know, stop that winning run from scoring. But, um, yeah, you have Byron Buxton racing home on a Jorge Polanco ground ball. Ground ball that doesn't even make it, that barely makes it past a pitcher's mound. But when you have Byron Buxton running, you know, he's the fastest player in baseball, really. And, you know, he's going to score on that. And he did. He did. He scores. And the Twins win this game but going back to Kenta Maeda it was 12 strikeouts over eight plus innings you know that was one strikeout shy of his career high set back in 2016 with the Dodgers but the 115 pitches he threw yesterday also marked the most of his career um although he was at like you know at a max pitch count at least relative to his career there was no question of whether he'd go up for the ninth again. He did go out for the ninth, then, you know, gave up that leadoff bloop single, and and uh, they just they pulled him immediately. And then everything I just said is what happened. But even though it was a crazy win, the, it's a W nonetheless, and the Twins defeat the Brewers by a final score of 4-3. to Moving over to Chicago, staying in the AL Central, um, you know, the White Sox get... A boost from Tim Anderson. He stays hot with another leadoff home run. Second consecutive day with a leadoff home run. He had four hits yesterday. Four for four game. Um, 
Tim Anderson is putting everyone on notice. You know, a lot of people said that he was overrated after winning the batting title last year. People said he couldn't repeat that, that, um, you know, he wasn't as good of a hitter as what he showed last year, but he's, he's picked up right where he left off. So he led the AL with a 325 batting average last year, and uh, he's raised his average to 379 now. And he's just picked up where he left off. Like I said, a second uh, leadoff home run in, in two straight days. He, uh, he hit it off of Tiger starter Tarek Skubal, who was making his Major League debut. And that was Anderson's fifth bomb of the season. And um, the White Sox have just been blasting off. This was their 11th home run in three games after they hit six homers on Monday night and four in a row against the Cardinals on Sunday. But uh, yeah, Tim Anderson led the way yesterday. Dylan Sees pitched for the White Sox. He continued his dominance of the Tigers. He won four the fifth time in five starts against the Tigers. He allowed five hits and two earned runs yesterday. So the final score was 10 to four over at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago. The White Sox improved to 13 and 11. The Tigers are nine and 12, which is actually you know, not as bad as, you know, people anticipated. They're playing better than, like, the Red Sox, for example. And the Tigers have actually called up Casey Mize, the number one overall pick in the 2018 draft. Casey Mize, right-handed pitcher out of Auburn. They called him up, so he's going to be making his big league debut soon. Um, I'm going to be looking forward to, to watching that, obviously, when the number one pick. Whenever the number one pick comes up, that's that's going to be a big deal. So um, that's that's special. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, speaking of call-ups, I will I will take a bit of a, a segue and mention that the Atlanta Braves are calling up Christian Pache. Christian Pache is uh, you know one of their top outfield prospects. You know it's Pache and Drew Waters. Those are like the two outfield prospects in Atlanta. But they're they're calling up Pache, who's who's the higher ranked prospect of the two. Um, he's just 21 years old. He's Dominican. Um, you know joining you know the the steady crop of Dominican players that they already have, um, but. Um, yeah, Pache, Pache has been hailed an elite prospect for quite some time. He's only been in their system since 2016, obviously, because he's 21 years old. But he's ranked top 15, a top 20 prospect. He's a top 20 prospect by, like, every major publication. Keith Law of The Athletic has him as high as number five. And I really respect Keith Law's opinion. He's he's very good at this stuff, at, at um, talent evaluation. He has Christian Pache at number five. Christian Pache's calling card is his glove. Uh, he's he's really well. That that's what he's um he's known for. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people are comparing him to Andrew Jones defensively. Um, obviously that's an easy comp because Andrew Jones played for the Atlanta Braves. But you know the bat's gonna have to, the bat's gonna have to, you know, kind of play up a bit if if he wants to reach his potential. But the the defense is already there. He has the skills to be the best defender. The best defensive outfielder in baseball right now. So if the bat can can play, then you're going to see an elite player. You're going to see a perennial all-star. So I do want to mention that, that we're going to be seeing uh, another stud outfielder up there in Atlanta while Ronald Acuna Jr. recovers from his wrist ailment. He's got a hurt wrist right now. Speaking of defensive outfielders, Victor Robles made, made a, a phenomenal catch yesterday as the Nats defeated the Atlanta Braves yesterday uh, in an 8-5 comeback victory. But 
Victor Robles is is going to be a gold glover. Um, if not this year, um, he's going to be getting a bunch of them in his near future. This guy is is something special. He he robbed Austin Riley of a home run yesterday. Phenomenal catch. Phenomenal catch. Uh, he led all of baseball in outs above average last year. We all know that you know objectively he's a very good defensive defensive outfielder. Um, he was a Gold Glove finalist last year. He didn't win it, but um, I, I do think we're going to see him win it this year at least. But yeah, um, you know, that's that was really the highlight from yesterday's Nats game. Um, it was really that catch, but an eight to five victory for for Washington. And while we're on the topic of outfielders making great catches. Kyle Lewis of the Mariners made a stellar robbery in center field yesterday of Justin Turner of the Dodgers. He, he, he ran quite a bit to go get that one. Times his leap makes a nice, I mean, it wasn't a home run. See, the funny thing is whenever an outfielder makes a catch at the wall, everyone wants to say he ro robbed a home run. It's not always a home run. Sometimes they, they make a catch that is just in front of the warning track, you know, and, and people like to say it's a home run because the, the, the cameras, you're only seeing it straight on. It looks like he, he jumped over the fence, but realistically, if, the guy doesn't touch the ball. It probably hits the fence. But um, that's besides the point here. I, I, I digress. But, uh, yeah, Kyle Lewis made a nice grab yesterday. You know, we're seeing all these young kids do special things this year. Kyle Lewis is 25 years old. Uh, he's he's done it all so far for the Mariners, at the plate especially. And then we saw him, you know, he saw him, we saw him put his glove to good work yesterday. He's, he's, you know, putting himself into the lead for AL Rookie of the Year for sure. Um, for sure. I mean, yesterday, one for three with a walk, a stolen base, and a run score on a day that the Mariners had only three hits. Um, so, yeah, Kyle Lewis has been awesome for for Seattle. But uh, it was a two-to-one Dodgers victory yesterday. So, I think that's that's what I have as far as uh, defense. You know, yesterday's episode was, was really about offense, so I, it's it's fair that I I kind of balance, balance things out and talk about pitching and defense today. So I, I think that's what I, I kind of want to do. I think I'm going to stop it right there. There are a few other highlights, but those are, those are the top things I wanted to mention. Uh, you know, a couple other, like the, the Phillies had a big offensive showdown in Boston, um, but everyone's being the Red Sox this day, these days, so it's not a big deal. The Mets won. Um, but, yeah, those, those defensive gems and Kenta Maeda pitching was really what I wanted to touch on today. So that's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.